Picard season three is amazing. Mr. Reagan. You will probably find this inspection boring for the likes of you two. Boring? Well, we won't be blowing things up. Taking or engaging in fire, crash landing expectedly or unexpectedly. Those were the days. We've seen a lot of shows that are incredibly woke lately. And it's made for some very bad TV and some very bad movies. We all hate seeing this stuff. And we all wish that Hollywood would just leave politics out of entertainment. But they won't. They keep trying to push this woke agenda. And it doesn't work. We all hate it, but they keep pushing it anyway. The reality is it's really not even effective. Hollywood is like the crazy street preacher of leftist politics. When I was a kid, you would occasionally see these really crazy street preachers screaming, you're all going to hell, you're all going to hell. My mother would look at these people with disdain. She thought they weren't really Christians, they were like anti-Christian. Because in her view, they were pushing people away from the faith. They were scaring people. They were making people think that Christians were crazy. I feel like to some degree, Hollywood kind of does the same thing. They're like, if you don't believe in climate change, you're going to hell. If you don't believe white people are evil, you're going to hell. If you don't believe that a trans woman is a real woman, you're going to hell. And of course, if you don't believe in their Marxist authoritarianism, you're going to hell. They preach this stuff in all their movies and all their TV shows. And if you're already a leftist, you're not going to be persuaded to be more of a leftist. And if you're a conservative, you are certainly not going to be persuaded to become a leftist because of the stuff in these movies and these TV shows. So why are they doing it? You know, it's virtue signaling. They want their friends to see that they're putting that stuff in there. And, you know, I think some of them think they're doing the right thing. But all this really does is it reduces the quality of the films and television shows we're watching because they're focused so much on the message that they're not paying attention to the actual entertainment value of the shows and movies they're producing. Picard is different. I think that this show, Picard, was as terrible and woke as anything Hollywood has produced for season one and season two. So I didn't actually watch season three. It wasn't until a bunch of other pop culture YouTubers were out there saying, actually, Picard's different. Picard's something new. Picard is better. And I thought... I, I don't see how that's possible, but let's check it out. So I watched Picard Season 3, and let me tell you, Picard Season 3 is amazing. I don't think they were trying to make this show political at all. I think they were just focused on the entertainment value of the story. But when you write a great story, a lot of things can ring true, and you can find parallels to stuff that's going on in real life. And so I think that they made this show, the writers made this show inadvertently political. Not only did they make it inadvertently political, I think they made it, again, inadvertently politically conservative. I'll explain why in one moment. First, of course, I have to sell you something. There's no denying it. Gold is hot right now. Prices are soaring and experts are predicting even more to come. Not so long ago, gold reached its all-time high of $2,069 per ounce. And now it's inching ever closer to that number once again. 
Bank of America, one of the largest banks in the world, is saying that gold will rise further still to over $2,200 an ounce later this year. So what? Well, gold is already a safety net for your hard-earned money. And now, when the stock market is all over the place and the value of the dollar is uncertain, being safe really counts like never before. Right now, Noble Gold is offering a 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin for any qualified IRA or 401k rollover. Terms apply. A solid silver U.S. Mint-issued coin celebrating our national parks free with every qualifying precious metals IRA or 401k rollover. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Call 877-646-5347 or go to noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. So how is Picard Season 3 politically conservative? Again, I don't think they intended to do this. There's a guy that took over for uh, Star Trek Picard. He took over the show in Season 3 because Season 1 and Season 2 were received so poorly by fans, they brought in somebody new to do Season 3. This guy's name is Terry Metalis. Now, I don't know what this guy's politics are, but I can't imagine he is in any way conservative. And yet, he's written a show that's so good that you can find parallels in the culture. So let me explain what I'm thinking here. Here's what they wrote. I'll, I'll kind of explain the season for you. There are spoilers here, so if you really want to watch this show, turn, turn this off now and just watch Picard. I highly recommend it. You really should watch Picard. But if you don't care that much about spoilers, listen up. I'll explain why I think the show is kind of conservative. So here's the basic story. Starfleet is taken over at the highest levels by this alien race that was at one point at war with the Federation. And this alien race are shapeshifters. They can change into what looks like human beings and or other aliens and pass off for us. Now, so according to the show, in the history of Star Trek, what they were able to do previously is in the uh, transporters, they could detect that these aliens were not actually human or whatever form they were taking. But there's now a more advanced version of these aliens. They've been able to evolve, and now they can replicate human organs and everything, and they can pass off as other alien beings perfectly. You can't detect them. So they've been able to infiltrate the Federation at the highest levels, and now they kind of have control. Now, there's a plot twist in the middle of the show, and when it's revealed that these shapeshifter aliens are actually working with the arch-nemesis of Jean-Luc Picard the Borg. And this is the primary enemy in Star Trek The Next Generation. The Borg, if you don't know what the Borg are, they're a sort of alien race that is made up of lots of other alien races, but they are a mashup between man and machine. They're a sort of biomechanical, half-cyborg type alien, where their brains are all plugged into these computers, and they are all connected. They can all read each other's minds, and it's kind of like um, it's like a beehive, right? It's what you might call a hive mind. Uh, but instead of people talking to each other, all they have to do is think and everybody hears everybody else's thoughts. So they're all connected. And throughout the series, Next Generation, they were always feared because they weren't interested in killing you. They were interested in assimilating you. So what they would do is they would kidnap you, essentially, plug you in with the technology that they have, and then you would be connected to the hive mind, and you would sort of lose your humanity, you would lose your individuality, and you would become part of the hive. So what they figured out in this show, Picard Season 3, is they developed a way to change human DNA so that they no longer have to put that computer technology on you. They've just changed the DNA so that a human brain can receive telepathic input, right? They are connected to the hive, without the computer technology. So this shapeshifter group, they make modifications to the transporters in Star Trek. And so the transporters try to change your DNA 
when you transport from one area to another, evaporate into the transporter, and then you materialize back into your previous self, but with a slight DNA alteration, which makes you Borg, essentially. Now, none of these uh, transformed humans are receiving a signal, so they're not Borg yet, right? They're not Borg yet, but they've got the hardware in their brains to become Borg when the switch is flipped. But one interesting thing they did with this script is they put an age limit to it. They give you some sci-fi gobbledygook about uh, if you're like over 25, it doesn't really affect you. Like the, the DNA change doesn't work or whatever. So it's only really young people that are affected. And so when the switch is flipped, all the sort of legacy characters, all the old timer Star Trek Next Generation folks, they're fine. And all the older characters on the show are fine. But it's the young people. The young people are all switched to these brainwashed Borg. So why is this a parallel for what's going on today? Well, what's fascinating is those of us on the right, Trump supporters, conservatives, we see or we believe that the U.S. government is infiltrated with what we call the deep state, people that are not acting in the best interest of the American people, but are acting in the best interest of themselves and the other people that are in this deep state agreement, essentially. They're working together for their own interests against the American people. This is very similar to the shapeshifters taking over the Federation. And then, who is their army on the ground? It's all young people. And the first thing that these young people do when that switch is flipped is they attack a massive monument in space. This is a massive satellite that controls like the force field around Earth and protects Earth from invaders. They just blast this satellite out of orbit, absolutely obliterate it. What does that remind you of? A bunch of brainwashed young people destroying a monument. What does that remind you of? Antifa. Antifa and Black Lives Matter. This, I mean, it is such a clear parallel. I'm shocked that nobody saw this when they were going through the scripts and they were thinking about this stuff. Like, you got the deep state there with the shapeshifters, and then you've got Antifa and BLM with these brainwashed young people destroying monuments it's it's and you know they're going to try to take over the world right yeah that that's their whole idea and what is the borg the borg has always been the perfect metaphor for communism i mean it's perfect it's a perfect metaphor communism is a collective like that it's supposed to be this idea where everybody is equal and you know all this crap just like what the borg is and it is harrowing they make them almost demonic on the show it's it's a fantastic depiction of communism and, you know, how when you're in it, you're maybe brainwashed to think that it's great, but you just don't realize that it's actually quite terrible. You lose all your individuality. And then here in Picard, it's shown that, well, although these young people, they're not Borg in the traditional sense, they've been convinced, they've been brainwashed by this, these telepathic messages going to them that actually this is the, the right way to be. We are Borg, right? It is a fantastic show. I, look, as a filmmaker or, you know, a, as a writer, as a critic of, of the film industry, I, you know, I do see little things here and there that I would have changed. Of course, of course. We all have little things that we would nitpick. There was moments, I think particularly episode seven and eight that I was watching, and I was just thinking, oh man, I'm gonna have to turn this off. I don't like the direction this is going. But they totally recovered. I was not expecting it to be as good as it is. The best plot twist on season three of Picard was that it was excellent. I was not expecting that. That was like, uh, you know, Ryan Johnson should take a uh, note from Terry Metalis's uh, playbook. 
This is how you defy expectations. You don't take a beloved character like Luke Skywalker and turn him into a complete loser. You, you don't disappoint the fans. What you do is you take a show that nobody expects to be awesome and you make it awesome. That's, that's the great plot twist. That's the greatest plot twist of all time. I absolutely loved it. Uh, look, I highly recommend watching this show. We all hate the wokeness of Hollywood, so it's beautiful from time to time when we get a reprieve from that, when we have a show that's worth watching. A lot of people have just stopped watching TV shows and movies at this point. I think Picard Season 3, if you like The Next Generation, I highly recommend watching Star Trek Picard Season 3. All right, that's it for me. And remember, it's not that all the friends are ignorant. It's just that they know so much that is not so. Good night. You know, someone very profoundly once said many years ago that if fascism ever comes to America, it'll come in the name of liberalism.